Welcome back. We're back. It's terror and tacos at night. At night. Crazy. It's really nuts. It is a little strange. You guys wouldn't know this, but Michael and I usually record our episodes during the day. Yeah. Almost always. Almost always. But, you know, we've both been busy Uh as it happens. We're always busy. We're busy people. We are busy people, but not too busy to drink a night cold. Oh my gosh. I can hear that sizzling. In the microphone. Yeah. I kind of like that we're at night because like, you know, we just had our 100th episode. Yep. We just had Halloween. Yep. It's sort of, we're kind of recouping. Yeah. So it feels like it's not, hey, we're just hanging out. We're just tonight. hanging out. And the 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 roadcaster lights up like a Christmas tree. It I've looks actually, amazing. It looks really great, this equipment that we are recording on. I'd never really realized how awesome it was. It's very... Magical. Ooh. I've just, I've got to use these buttons more. I mean, more. well, now that they're so bright, you're like, yeah, yeah. let's do this. Remember remember that uh, the Simon Says? Oh, yeah. It looks like a Simon Says console. And it, and it, oh, man, that thing would make me, it would, I think it's a reason why a lot of our generation is just ruined. There was like so much pressure on that Simon game. Yeah, it was. And then it would when you yeah. got, oh God. Yeah, it was a lot of pressure. They use it very effectively in Veronica, which yes, is one of our favorite they do. movies. They do. Hey, Michael. What's up, Christy? What kind of tacos did we have? Well, we once again had cheese sash tacos from, from St. Taco. Taco. Because St. Taco is our, our buddy now. Yeah, and like we were just saying it's I'm so happy because we really do love St. Taco. Mm-hmm. And we were calling this thing the cheese sash. I mean, they call it something else. Yeah, Maybe it's the, called officially the crunchy cheese taco. Which is awesome. Yeah. I'm just saying, though, cheese sash. Cheese sash. But tonight, you know, we had had, obviously, the cheese sash before. But you got, we had not had uh, the, the the queso and the guac. Right. Which are also awesome. We are super lucky that, I mean, for those of you that don't know, we actually do have a little, you know, partnership yeah, with St. Taco going. now. We're going to talk even more about it a little gonna, later. Yeah, but. we're going to talk about it more. We are, you know, they are sponsoring us. And uh, it's really, really, really fortunate that their food is the fucking bomb. Yeah, it's delicious. It's so good. We've said it a million times now. Go to St. Taco. Go to and Saint maybe Taco. later, if you stick it out, we're going to have a special deal for you. Yeah. Um, but first, what, what movie are we talking about today? I had a dream. You ha- Oh, you had a dream. I I'd had, like to hear about this dream. I had a dream, Michael. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that I saw, well, I actually saw, mm-hmm. but then I had the dream. Uh-huh. So I had the dream about, I saw a movie called Silver Streak. Silver Streak, is that about a train? It's about a train. Okay. I think it stars, is it is it Gene Wilder yes. and Richard Pryor? I think, I yes. think so, sure. I think it is. Actually, yes. 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 So, and I saw Halloween. So you saw Silver Streak, a movie about a train, and Halloween, a movie about a killer? Yes. And then I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I had a dream. What th- was this that dream? dream that I keep talking about? I dreamt, what if we had Halloween happen on a train? Oh my God. Could we call it Terror Train? We could. What? Yes. <laughs> but then I realized that someone had already had this dream. Someone had that. Tr- 
someone had already had that dream. Did they have that dream, Michael? I think someone just saw two movies uh-huh. and then said they had a dream to make it sound like their movie idea was more important than it was. Right. And it really, really pisses me off because, so this is how Terror Train happened. Terror Train, 1980s Terror Train, mm-hmm. starring one Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis and Ben Johnson, who is like an old timey movie star from the Westerns. I mean, yes. he did some like, Really important. Yeah, westerns. I looked him up and I was like, oh, that's why he gets first billing. Right. I was, because I was confused. Yeah, me too. That, <laughs> but then but, I learned. Know, we can talk about all his creepy scenes later mm-hmm. too. So, this guy that wrote and directed. This is so Terror fucking insane. Terror Train. So, he has this dream, right? He says and then he has a dream. He has 50. a dream. I refuse to accept yeah. it. <laughs> he gets up and he tells his wife, I just had this dream. Remember that movie we saw, Silver Streak? Remember that other movie we saw? <laughs> Halloween? What if we put those two together and had Halloween on a train? It does not require a dream to come to that no, conclusion. it does not. That's like every Hollywood pitch ever. Hey, I got something for you. It's Halloween on a train. Like, that's right. it. That's it's Halloween it. you don't have Silver to say, You don't have to say you had a dream. You don't have to. So his wife said, that's a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Like, she literally said that. Yeah. And so he took a piece of paper and wrote, terrible train. Terrible train. And he put it on his bedside table. And then he went to bed again, I guess. Yeah, sure. And then he got up the next morning and changed terrible to terror. And that was a brilliant idea. It was a brilliant idea. Uh And then he called a producer that he knew or something. This is the infuriating part. Yes, absolutely. He calls this producer that he knows and he goes, I have an idea from this dream that I had. And he banged out a few pages. Right. Just a few. Just a few. And by three o'clock... That afternoon, uh-huh. after he'd had this air quotes dream, dream uh-huh. he had a movie deal. Yes. He, this, this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, just, just call it what it watched is. Watched two, I mean, good on him, but right. like watched two movies. Two good ha- movies. Yeah, Halloween and Silver Streak. Like most people was like, huh, we could combine this. And by the next afternoon, not even 24 hours after this supposed dream, he had sold this fucking movie. Right. And then they went to Canada and shot that shit. Yeah, they went to Canada. And and, and, and on a very cold night, it yes, seems. Yeah. Oh, it looks freezing. Oh, my God. And they made Terror Train. They made Terror Train. 1980s Terror Train, which... With a cavalcade of Canadian stars. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? That was a great... Oh, that was so man, good. you should go pro. Cavalcade of Canadian stars. <laughs> um, And John... So we should... I preface this by... You and John came over to my Aspen, Aspen in my house. On Halloween. Was um, it Halloween? Day before. Day before. Because Halloween was on a Sunday. So right. we hung out on a um, Friday or Saturday, whichever. And we were like- I don't know what comes before Sunday anymore, No, it's all, it's all a mess. Yeah. But we were like, we ordered fancy pizza. The f- we did. While we have hung out in groups, the four of us just haven't hung out and chilled. And we were like, let's watch a movie we can just- fucking talk during right and it you know we can have our pizza we can yell at the screen we can talk it won't mm-hmm. be a big deal and we we, we landed like, on terror we landed train. on terror train i'm gonna be honest christy i had a great time it was a great time yeah now i mean most of this movies we didn't talk about the other star oh wait, wait. oh were, do you, were mean, you saving it i was gonna i mean okay okay i'll say that. it was <laughs> it was Super a lot of fun. And when I put super and a lot together, mm-hmm. that means it's important. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, we just had a great time. Yeah, the four of us. The four of us. Because, yeah, I mean, we haven't, we used to do this a lot before yeah. the pandemic, just get together and watch movies. But that kind you know, it kind of fell out of fashion. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you could die. Sure. Um, so we didn't do it anymore. But we did it the other night and it was, it was a awesome. lot of fun. And the movie was perfect. And John pointed out, 
something that we should bring up. Like, look, Jamie Lee Curtis is before long before she returned, you know, in like H2O and came back to the Halloween franchise and all right. that. She had long been known as a scream queen, uh-huh. as they say. And while Halloween is the most famous, it wasn't just Halloween. She did Halloween, prom and night. Prom night. And Terror Train. And Terror Train. Um, all when she was, I mean, it looks like between like the ages of what, like 18 and 21 or something, something like, which, like 19 that. and 22 or something. I have to say, I also love Prom Night. We're not talking about Prom I Night I do today. love Prom Night. That my, disco scene. My favorite part is the disco scene. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it, it was right after Saturday Night Fever. And Christy, so, I had a dream. Oh, you had a dream? Yeah. So I saw Halloween and Saturday Night Fever. And then I had a dream. <laughs> that, oh my gosh. <laughs> Prom night. Prom night. Wow. But she's pretty you know, she's pretty serious in that disco scene. Dude, she kills it she's in that scene. She's dancing disco. Who would have thought that years later she would be in a movie with John Travolta called Perfect? Oh my god. Remember that? Yes. And there is that crazy scene. She plays an aerobics instructor uh-huh. and John Travolta plays a journalist doing an expose on all the sexual exploits that happen yeah. in the... Okay, for those of you that don't know, the 80s, when aerobics came out... Huge. It was huge. Yeah. Like It just like... It was crazy. Everybody yeah. was crazy about aerobics. There's even a show on Apple TV now uh-huh. starring Rose Byrne about that. Yeah. So he plays this journalist who's mm-hmm. doing an expose on all the kind of like dirty, sexy things that happen in aerobics the- gets crazy. Yeah, it gets crazy, man. In the in the gyms, right? <laughs> and so I need I need people. I need all of you. I need all of you because I'm gonna expect for you to post it on our page or make comments or call me or whatever. I need everybody to go to YouTube mm-hmm. and look up perfect. Yeah. And especially the scene where Jamie Lee Curtis is teaching the aerobics class oh my God. and John Travolta is taking the class. Yeah. It is the most suggestive, disgusting, <laughs> gratuitous, gratuitous, hip grinding yeah. thing I have ever seen in my life. It is shameless. Absolutely. Oh my God. It's, I mean, it's, it's worse than showgirls. Yeah. It's worse than the scene in showgirls where what's her name is grinding on Kyle McLaughlin's yeah. private parts. Jesse Spano. I, I, uh, are we talking about perfect? We should be always talking about perfect, perfect. Chrissy, but we're talking about terror. Train. Oh, we're talking about terror train. Okay. So terror train, Jamie Lee. Mm hmm who is the star, is the protagonist. Uh, She does not get first billing because like you said, Ben Johnson apparently did some really important things that I didn't know about. Right. We start and she... She is a, I think like a freshman. She's a freshman in the opening scene. Yeah. And there is. They all are. Yeah. And they're there. So there's a fraternity and there are these kids, like the youngins that Mm -hmm. are pledging the fraternity. Right. 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 Jamie Lee is part of. The mean group. Yeah, that is going to play a prank on the pledges. The the pledges, the one and specifically, specifically one sort of super nerdy pledge. Mm-hmm. Um, she's reticent. We should say reticent. She doesn't want to do it, but she goes through with she it. She goes through with it. They have convinced this n- nerd, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> uh, that Jamie Lee wants to fuck him. Right. Um, and Jamie Lee is fine, and yeah. so he's like, "What crazy?" Yeah, he's like, "I don't believe it," but they convince and him. and they convince him, and so he gets lured into this. 
bedroom, right? Right, into the frat house. And she's hiding behind... Um, she's hiding behind a canopy bed or something. Yeah. Like I didn't quite understand gauzy that. gauzy curtains. Yeah, there's like a canopy bed... In the frat house. Sure. They're a classy frat. Right. Um, and it's in Canada, but my God, they try so hard try to so make hard you to be believe American. it's America. Yeah, it doesn't work. Like, they have more American flags than, uh-huh. I mean, it's absurd. I love how the Canadians try and make us believe that they're in America. Yeah, it's like, we get... They dress up, They'll someone is dressed like a cowboy. Yeah, and then Uncle Sam or whatever. I'm like, yeah, it's y'all, insane. we don't we know. say a boat. Yeah, <laughs> like, we, we don't say know, sorry. We know you're Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... She's hiding behind, like you said, like a canopy bed. Right. She's like, Let's. she's throwing her voice. Yes, magically. And she's like, uh, it's my first time too, blah, blah, blah. Because there's a, what we believe to be a mannequin. Yes, we in do. In the bed. We do believe to be a mannequin in the bed. And she's like, take off your clothes, kiss me, all Come that shit. Here. She's like seducing him. Yeah. He gets undressed. And he's nerdy. He is. He remember, very nerdy. He's a nerd. And then he gets into bed and it's not a mannequin. What, what is it, Michael? It's a fucking corpse. It's a fucking corpse because the guys in the fraternity are pre-med. They're or pre-med. Right. Yeah. And so they, I don't know, they like a stole, stole a corpse, corpse and yeah. they put it in the bed and it freaks the guy. He gets, he goes nuts. Yeah. In a very strange way. In a very strange way that gets him all tangled up in the gauzy curtains of the canopy. A canopy bed, yeah. Right, and they're all, they all kind of walk in and they're laughing, but when they see that he's really traumatized by almost fucking a corpse, yeah, they're man. like, wow, we didn't know that this was going to happen. Perhaps we went too far. Yeah, so then he gets... He gets sent to an insane asylum. Yes, and he he so he is institutionalized. He's getting help, and we cut to senior year. Yeah, and they are they're graduating. Yes, they're, and what do you do when you graduate from college, Michael? I mean, like, what's the most fun thing that you can think of to do when you graduate from college? I would like to have a party. On an excursion train. Oh. <laughs> what is an excursion train, Christy? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. That sounds very Canadian, ex- by the way. excursion train. Hey, do you want to go on an excursion train? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Come not on. Not only should we go on an excursion train, we should go on an excursion train in the dead of winter. Uh-huh. In the dead of Canadian winter. Through the mountains. Through the mountains. So, okay. So, this is like their... their their last big shebang, yeah. right? And they're so going on it's a like train. a New Year's Eve party, but they're dressed in costumes, which I don't understand. Is but it a, was it a New Year's they Eve? They say something about New Year's. Wow. I don't, but I don't know. They never celebrate it. They don't celebrate it. So, yeah. I just thought it was kind of like we're so going, it's a costume yeah. party. It's like a senior year. This is the and these guys, this frat is like famous for their parties. Yeah, and so this is how they're gonna, well, Michael. <laughs> they're going on an excursion train. <laughs> All the girls want to get laid by them. Yes. In a shitty, not even sleeper cabin in a bunk. Right. (laughs) On this fucking train. I think my favorite part, I don't know if you were going to get to it later, but I think my my favorite part of this excursion train was the, the crew, the salt of the earth. Oh my God. Salt of the earth crew. Enter Ben Johnson. Enter Ben Johnson. As the, what do you call the guy that's like all aboard? The the, uh, conductor, right? The conductor, I guess. Yes, and he gives us, oh my God, good on you, Ben Johnson. You're a hero. He has the worst bit of exposition. (laughs) He's like, well, I keep telling him we need a radio on this train, but they just said we're a small excursion train, so we don't need a radio. I'm like, okay. 
okay, Christy, this train doesn't have a radio. Uh-oh. They can't communicate to base. Uh-oh. What's going to happen? But they have a fully functioning black box theater. It's true. <laughs> they don't have a radio. They don't have- but they have a black box theater with a turntable. With a turntable. On a train. On a train. And so, okay. So, okay. So, so, so the first thing we see is they're all like partying hard. Sure. And they're, and they're all like, dressed up. They're all on the platforms and they're all like, woohoo, we're having like our final blowout party. On an excursion train. On an excursion train in the dead of winter in uh-huh. Canada in the middle of the night. And, and so then one of the guys who he's just the joker of the... He's, of, yeah, he's, he's always pulling pranks, He's always Christy. pulling pranks. You know. And he's wearing a weird Groucho Marx-like mask. Yeah, which I will say was, is oddly fucking terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> but at first, this guy is like pulling pranks and he makes some inappropriate sex jokes sure. that you could not make today. No, but you could in 1980. You, yeah, absolutely could. And uh, so that happens, uh-huh. and we get a little we get a little bit of like all of them partying on the platform for a really long time. Way I mean, too long. Considering it, that they're the ones who rented the train, it's not like they have to wait for other people to right. disembark. They're the or, only ones on this giant yeah, so train. What are you waiting for? Get on the fucking train. And like you could tell in real life, they're like, cold. They are all so cold. It's so fucking freezing. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, things happen, right? And they're like on the platform and they're like, hey, remember that guy that we played the prank on? Yeah. Right? The one who ended up in the institution? And they're like, yeah, he's, you know, a little, he's getting help. Maybe we went too far. Ha ha ha. Let's get on this train. Right. Right. And Jamie Lee's the only one that seems to care. Yeah. She's the only one that has any remorse. She doesn't care enough not to go on the excursion train. She's getting on that train. She's getting on the train. So then- Something happens. I don't remember because I could have been getting Tres Leches cake at that point. Which was delicious. Which was delicious. Someone gets killed. Someone gets killed. Yeah. And it's the guy wearing the, the Groucho, Groucho marks. marks. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And so then this sets up. There's one black person. <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, this isn't going to go well. We just well. know it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. We know who's going to die first. Yeah. Um, but the killing of the, and then he gets run. <laughs> You put him on the train tracks, the dead body. Not it's pretty good. Yeah. And also it sets up, again, what I thought was like a fun 80s slasher convention mm-hmm. that you now have your killer. Because then when they get on the train, we see the Groucho Marx character. Right. And you're like, okay, our killer is going to murder someone and then assume their costume. Right. And so it's all, we're never going to know. It's like a shell right. game. Okay, cool. But let me let me let me just say that in between all of the killing and all of the the guys in the insane asylum and uh-huh. all that kind of stuff, there's the 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 jolly train crew. Yeah. So Ben Johnson is the conductor. Because see, you've got to learn a lesson. You've got to learn they've, a lesson. They've got to educate the people who are watching. So we get an education on why. Oh my God. So there there are two schools of thought sure. among the train people. Apparently. Apparently. Ben Johnson, who's the conductor of the train, he keeps talking about like, the train is on the way out. Right. People need to take planes now or like whatever. Or like it's fucking 1980. Planes have been around for a long right. time. Like why are you just now <laughs> touting planes? And if you love planes so much, why are you a fucking conductor on, on an excursion ch- train? Right, right. But the guy who shovels coals, what yeah. do they call him? What's his name? Is his name like Shoveler? His name's Shovels. <laughs> yeah, Shovels. Yes. Yeah. So you yes. can guess what his job is. He's the coal shoveler. Yeah. He's no, he's like 
trains are here to stay. Yeah, and he's a younger man. And he's a younger man. Like this argument goes back and forth through the whole movie. Throughout the film. There is a very weird philosophical debate happening throughout this film about the importance of, of trains. trains. And we were like, okay, this movie's like a tight 90. I was like, did they really not have enough material? Yeah. <laughs> they and will we ever have the answer? Like, what is the answer? We don't know what the answer um, is. But I, I just want to get to one of the most amazing parts of this. So I'm going to let you get to it. Okay, well, so, okay, so... There's drinking. We're there's, talking about the same thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it's a party. It's on an excursion train, which is strange. They have to have entertainment. So they have to have entertainment. Who Who is the entertainment, Christy? The entertainment on the excursion train uh-huh. is magician. Yes. David Copperfield. David fucking Copperfield. Super young. Yes. It's his only role. The only movie he ever made. Because it was so powerful, how could he ever follow? <laughs> right. So they have, these he, these guys are so cool. This is the coolest frat on campus. Sure. All the girls want to go fuck the guys from this frat uh-huh. because they, you know, they know enough that what makes girls horny? Close up magic. Close up magic. <laughs> Close up magic. That makes college girls I mean, pants just fall. Uh, exactly. Basements flood. Can I just say, okay, so he gets Anne David Copperfield as the magician billing, right. which is like the greatest thing ever. He is very young. He's like super young. Early to mid 20s. Super young. Which I honestly was sort of blown away by because I didn't, I didn't realize that he was already famous right. at that age. Mm-hmm. Like famous enough to yeah. get that. He also has fucking incredible hair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does. he does. I mean, it's no lie. He's David Copperfield. Right. And he has those eyes, right? Yeah. The eyes that are like so mysterious and magical. Yeah. So a significant portion of this film right. is this group of fraternity, sorority, college kids sitting in a black box theater on a train mm-hmm. with, like you said, a turntable because yeah. the furniture moves. It's like weird. Watching David Copperfield do close up magic. Do close up magic. It's, it's so strange. It is so strange. Right. And he has, you know, he has a his assistant. Uh-huh. We'll get to later. Yes, he has an assistant, sort of like, I'm going to put her in the box and make her right. disappear and all that. On a train. On a train. And we are led to believe in a lot of ways. That he is. That the, he's the killer. Yes. It is set up in a way that you're supposed to think Copperfield is the murderer. Murther. And I was thinking, that's really bold because like, I mean, they're not hiding anything. It's not like they give you the beginning of the movie and you're not so... I mean, any horror person knows, oh, that guy who got sent to the insane asylum, he's going to be the killer. Of course. The joke is, how is he going to show up, right? right. The trick is, how? where is he going to show, show up? Which of these people is he going to be, yeah. right? And so we're led to believe that this like super nerd and he's pretty nerdy. Yeah. Somehow turned into Sim- somehow turned into through close the power of yeah. illusion. Illusion <laughs> turned into David Copperfield. Yeah. So while they're watching close up magic, uh, there are murders <laughs> happening Left uh, uh, and, and right. right. And yeah, people black, are the getting, black guy gets killed first. Yes, he does. Uh, other than the train, the guy outside, but yeah, right. Um, and that's like. He's left in a pool of blood in the bathroom. He had on a really great costume. He did. Though. Like he, that lizard costume was, was fantastic. Awesome. 
there's uh people are getting laid there's like a weird argument between jamie lee and her boyfriend yeah i mean so like the two guys from the frat the two main guys from the frat one of them is jamie lee's boyfriend and the other one who's like a really handsome i looked it up because i'm like i've seen this guy before and it turns out he's a super famous canadian actor and they his do name, have famous canadian yeah, actors his yeah. name is hart hart buckner that or is, some, something that like is that. fucking made up like there's no way that man was born hart buckner right i i don't think so <laughs> but he's real good looking and yeah. he's like the villain and like you said he looks like a like a Carradine. Yeah. Because yeah. the whole movie, I was like, is yeah. that a Carradine? He, he does look like a Carradine. Is Carity. that a Carradine? Yeah. But no. But he's Hart Buckner. He's Hart Buckner. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I couldn't make out whether he was in love with Jamie Lee or Jamie Lee's boyfriend. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but I think maybe both. Yeah. Um. So there's, and yeah. And J- Jamie Lee's real, like, by this time, her character's real kind of, like, indignant about the whole situation. Yeah, because they keep playing pranks on on people and she's like haven't kind of like haven't, haven't you, you learned, learned your lesson yeah. you put a man in an institution because you tried to get him to fuck a corpse right like you do like you do the because 80s. it's a trick yeah 1980 was a weird year mm-hmm. um anyway we do we do need to go back to ben johnson because you brought this up and i don't want to forget no so he has the philosophical debate about trains right but also he's just kind of weird and fucking creepy right he's everywhere he's everywhere in this he's everywhere you want to be <laughs> he's everywhere like he's ever like and he's always touching the girls why is he always touching he's the girls always touching the women he's always touching jamie lee and he talks like right super close up yes now i understand this is a train sure. and space is limited sure but, but they have a black box but they have a black box you can stand a foot away from my fucking face yeah. right uh-huh. i just wanted to be like you are standing this close from my face and you are freaking me out yeah. ben johnson stop talking in my face yeah. like that and ben stop johnson. touching my shoulder seriously i'm 19 and you're 65 <laughs> exactly this is not cool it was really 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 and he yeah. just showed up in places and he showed up in the best way like one of the funniest things to me in film is when some when somebody just walks into a shot yeah. or when someone falls out of a shot yeah. you know like that is comedy gold yes. and so there were places where this was not purposeful no. on the filmmaker's part no. where there you know Jamie Lee's kind of like talking to another character <laughs> and then he would just come like he would just like show up yeah. he would just kind of like slink into the shot and be like how are we doing here girls <laughs> And Aspen kept going like, oh, gross, get yeah. out of there. And I was like, if they're, they're, they can't be trying to set you up that you think he's the killer because like, you know, it's the kid you know. who was institutionalized. So they're trying to set you up. Maybe it's shovels. <laughs> Maybe it's shovels. I don't know. But they're trying to set you up to accept the Ben Johnson character is kind of like the old timey grandpa. Yeah. He's like, he's going to, he's, he's going to take care of these help. kids. But it didn't look like that. No, it looked super it creepy. It looked like creepy old man macking on 19 on year old girls. girls. Yeah. And so he, he they do- did things differently back yes. then. I mean, I, I, I like to think this is, we talk about this, like, I, you know, I was born in the seventies, but I did not get to experience the seventies. You know, I was right. I was born you in seventy five, mm-hmm. and so even in eighty, I was you know what four or five years old. Um, so like, there's part of me that's like, man, I actually sort of missed out on the 
right. weird era in which I was born. And like watching some of this, I'm like, fucking A, man. And I'm sure nobody batted an eye nope. back then. They're like, yeah, of course he's yeah. uh, talking close to the ladies. That's how it is. But uh, so Ben Johnson, between talking close to the ladies and talking about trains, he does start to figure out that like right. people are getting fucking He's killed. actually the one that finds the guy in the, because the, the guy who's dressed like a lizard Yes. Is ends up dying. He gets killed in one of the tiny bathrooms. Yes. That is close to like it's not a it's not the sleeper car. It's like the real kind of public sleeper mm-hmm. compartments, right? Which, yeah, where you just have I don't like know why people would kind of that. a shade or something. Yeah, yeah. you just kind of it's real kind of like Battlestar Galactica. You just have like a curtain. But <laughs> well, people are still gonna fuck. Yeah, they're still gonna <laughs> fuck. And so he. Goes into that bathroom and the killer is in there and kills him. Yeah. And then Ben Johnson discovers, this is what I didn't understand. A lot of blood. Yeah, a lot of blood. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, someone's dead in the bathroom. And so he goes and for some reason gets Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> well, she's the finest of the 19-year-olds. She's the finest Christy, of the 19-year-olds. And it. she is the star. Yes. So he goes to get, get her. Get me Janet Lee's daughter. Right. So then they come back and he opens... The bathroom, yeah. and it's absolutely clean, and there's no one there. And they're yeah. like, Ben Johnson, you're a crazy old Yeah, conductor. and so then they're like, but then even Jamie Lee's like, they love playing pranks. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, sure. Okay. Long way to go for a prank. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, like, there are so many bodies, even, even Jamie Lee. And Jamie Lee is like, okay, this isn't a prank. But I don't understand how they could have hidden. I mean, it's a train. Yeah. There's only, like, two directions so you can the, go. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. There's, and you, and you, so the killer is sort of like moving from costume to costume. Mm-hmm. But like at one point, they're in the black they're in the black box theater. In the theater. black box theater of the excursion train that doesn't have a radio. No, exactly. It's like so all of this, of course, would have been ended if there had a radio, but they don't have right. no they radio. Don't, they don't have radio. Okay, I want to point out real quick because this is in honor of one John Flores. Along with <laughs> Magician David fucking Copperfield. Right. There is a band. Oh. And that band in real life my God. is called Crime. And I am obsessed with this They're fucking band. They're my new favorite yes. band. I, wa- I mean, they are so funky and sexy. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all are playing an excursion train and you're fucking crushing Killing it. Like, this it. is amazing. Killing it. So on one side of the train, they have this magical black box theater <laughs> where people do close-up magic. It's better than any theater I've worked oh, in. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Come on. Absolutely. And then on the other side of the train, they have like a jazz club or like where, a funky disco club. Where crime's playing, yeah. But it was a disco because they had it had a light-up disco floor. Yeah. and On and, the excursion and train like with no radio. 30 people. Yes, exactly. Like all of this shit and they don't have a fucking radio. I guess because the excursion train people are going like, we can't afford a radio. I'm like, maybe lose the disco floor. The disco floor cost us too much. (laughs) So anyway, anyway, everyone starts dying. It is obviously like, again, we know it's the, the institutionalized kid who had the prank played on them. It's just figuring out who that person is. Uh huh. It's want, not. It's not. Yeah. They want you to believe it's David Copperfield, but as we all figured out quite early, quite early. Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Mm-hmm. It's David Copperfield's assistant. assistant. And I know, you know, I'm not going to say I called it because I wasn't really paying that much attention. It, did, it didn't matter. But it didn't matter. But we were sitting there. Eating fancy pizza and eating tres leches cake. And yes. as we were watching the movie, I was like, 
that assistant looks like a dude. Yeah. And then I forgot about it because I thought, 1980, Canadian actors. Like, <laughs> you know, they don't, I know that sounds terrible. All Canadians look like dudes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. I, I'm, well, I'm talking about Canadians like, are lovely. No, Canadians are lovely people. But I mean, like, it's 1980, and it's not like today. There was a time, friends, when normal people when could normal, be on screen. When normal people could be on screen, and you didn't have to fucking look like the face of Chanel. Yes, to get to, a part, to be yeah. a part, and not only any part, but like the the ugly girl, and you still look like. You're a model, right? The girl next door is a model, right? Um, yeah, okay, and and so yeah, and so we, you noticed that, and then at one point I was like, no, it's the assistant, it's like, the it assistant, has to be the it assistant. has to be, and and it is, and it is, and that is, the, it doesn't matter, no, it's fun, it's yeah, and like, then we get into the third act, which again, this is only like a ninety or ninety-five minute movie mm-hmm. or whatever. Then the third act is the the killer, uh huh, who takes off the costume and is like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the guy. But essentially chasing Jamie Lee through this train, right? Mm-hmm. David Copperfield is dead in his, like, magic sword box, which yeah. I was like, that's nice. Um, y- you know, people are trying to help Jamie Lee and failing yeah. miserably. Shovels dies. Oh, man, Shovels, Shovels. gets it. He's never going to see the glory of the return of the train. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So, oh, God. But eventually... Sh- she, I mean, it's kind of a bold chase, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Cat and mouse through the train. Right. Jamie Lee wins. Yep. He gets thrown off the fucking train. Right. And lands in like. In a, in a frozen <laughs> creek. <laughs> it, it was really kind of anticlimactic yeah. in a way. I mean, like he gets, he gets thrown off the train and it's literally like they're going over the trellis and it's like clunk. And he just kind of like lands in the creek and then just floats down the creek. And yeah. then it's like, Terra Train, the end. Credits. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. Yeah. And so whatever, man, it's Terra Train. It's 1980. And look, I was thinking about this today. When we talked about Halloween Kills mm-hmm. for our 100th episode, uh, yep. we sort of bemoaned. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. No, we earned it. We did. We sort of bemoaned like, man. Slasher movies used to be kind of fun. Right. This was that. This was a lot of fun. I mean, it's stupid. Sure. Who gives a shit? But you know, I mean, I was talking to some of my students, some of my uh, younger students, and we were talking about Halloween Kills, and <clears throat> we were talking about, like, the, the I'm going to take it back to the January 6th bullshit. Sure. That is in Halloween Kills, right? Uh-huh. And... Uh, that's that. That was not the original point of the slasher, right? It's like we talk about how ghost stories are metaphors for grief, and what you're dealing with, right? The the slasher really was about the the what are the consequences of bad behavior for teens, right? That's what that's all the slasher has and to be. And this is absolutely and that is that. absolutely that. And on top of that, again. This is a movie, like, we started with the premise, let's watch something we can talk during. Mm -hmm. This was that. Like, we were all four of us, like, it was super fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, And I will say this, while the movie is not scary at at all. No, not at all. But there are some great masks. There are some great masks. So it's like, it's not like jump scares, but there are places where the masks look so fucking weird and creepy that it's, it's, uncomfortable it is yeah and and i thought that was cool and and i thought it was a nice excuse me uh you know this is like 
80, so it's like right before Friday the 13th comes out. But it, but they're not trying to figure out what the Michael Myers mask is, right? right. They're like, we set up a costume party. Uh-huh. We can, our killer can be masked in, in multiple I masks. had no idea. I mean, I was not expecting Groucho Marx to look that scary, no, quite frankly. I, and I'm, honestly, I was like, that's pretty fucking clever. Like yeah. that you somehow turn this weird Groucho Marx. Mm-hmm. Like it's a fucking scary mask. And then there's the weird old man mask. That's right. Super creepy. That's super creepy. And <clears throat> I was not expecting the corpse in the bed. No, I was so I, not. It had these moments like there's good gore. There's good masks. There's David Copperfield in close up magic. Copperfield doing close up magic. Also and crimes and great band. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. It's not, I don't think, I don't even think it takes itself that seriously. Right. You know, I think this guy said he had a dream. dream. He had a dream. And he realized that dream. He and I'm happy for that him. He realized that dream and I'm happy for yeah, him. I'm mad that I can't wake up tomorrow and sell a movie by 3 p.m. based right. on some bullshit two movies I watched. Right. And call it a dream. <laughs> call it a dream. But like, yeah, he 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 uh he he achieved that dream. So it was good for very him. entertaining. <clears throat> yeah. And I think like you you brought up too, it's in the vein of prom night, right? Right. Like there's Halloween, which is, man, an Im- act- like an important it film. It is an important I, I film. I will not hear otherwise. No, it is an important film. There's Friday the 13th, which is important for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I, uh, You know how I feel about Friday yes. the 13th. I don't think it's a, a good movie, but I understand culturally why it's really relevant. Right. So much so that I stole from it when right. I wrote our movie. <laughs> um then there are these. You didn't have a dream. <laughs> I've never had that dream. Oh, okay. just what I, I want to combine. You just watched Scream and Scream. Yes, <laughs> that was the dream. That's I had. the dream I had. Uh, I saw this movie and it was called Scream, and then I saw this movie again called Scream. What if we made a movie, movie. about those two movies? Um, you mean one movie? It was a dream, yes. Christy. <laughs> Uh, but then there's this other world of slashers, right? Where they're just like, fuck it. We're just going to have some right. fun. And it's like, to me, Prom Night, the first one falls that. Prom Night 2. I don't understand Prom Night 2. It's insane. Yeah, I don't understand that uh, one. Prom Night 2 is the more like Mary Lou. Sleepaway Camp or something yes, like that. Yes. Yeah. But like Prom Night, Terror Train, these are like, even while there's a twist, uh, April Fool's Day, mm-hmm. like those kinds of like. It's just fuck. It's the shit you rent at a sleepover and it's fun. Right. And, and you can scream at the screen. And you can screen. scream at the screen. You can talk during it. You can go get cake and come back and you, you wouldn't have missed anything. And we anything. were like, do we need to pause? And you were like, no, no. we don't need, <laughs> we to, don't pause. need to pause. It's going to be fine. Um, so yeah, check out Terror Train 1980. We watched it on Shudder. Right? And it was a lot of, I mean, it was, it was really fun to get back to that after having seen something that we just did not like. Yeah, that we couldn't stand. Um, Hey, what do we have to talk about? We have some big news. If you didn't, I'm going to get my light here because I'm so... I'm sorry, I don't have more light in this No, no, I just don't have my right glasses. So we also on Halloween, this is why we're like, we're doing this at night on a Wednesday. We're recouping from Halloween, our 100th Mm -hmm. episode. And on Halloween day... We launched our Patreon. Woohoo! Yeah. What is Patreon, Michael? Well, Chrissy, thanks for asking. Uh, Patreon, for anyone who doesn't know, is a site <laughs> that uh-huh. we are on. Uh, if you go to www.patreon.com slash terror and tacos. Man, we're fancy. Yeah, we're so fancy. You can sign up to be a patron. And mm-hmm. basically, 
we offer a bunch of different levels. Like it's for as little as $3 a month mm-hmm. all the way up to 666. I mean, who knows? I we're big dreamers and yeah. we just thought like Fuck it. Let's yeah, just let's put the it. $666 level on there and see if anyone bites. But on Patreon, you will have access to exclusive content that you won't get on the podcast. Like we're already, uh, it's not, it hasn't dropped yet, but like one of the first things we're going to do is we're creating another little series mm-hmm. about like haunted, haunted Dallas. Yeah. We're starting with Haunted Dallas and I think we're going to go to talk about other cities and like mm-hmm. famous ghost stories it's a like part audio book right. part you'll get to hear me and michael talk about you know <clears throat> um yeah. it, and that's more like written and produced and and uh performed or acted can yeah we say? exactly and, and I, so whereas I, this is more you and me just, just ripping off out. of each other and and we're gonna get into like famous ghost stories and mm-hmm. haunted places and mm-hmm. i'm and a lot of other things like even right now there's a little video of us talking about the sixth sense we were invited to talk to a high school class about the sixth sense because we're fancy because now. we're fancy and so that video is available to our patrons um I do want to say, and there's going to be a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even right now, if you join Patreon, Christy, if you follow us at any level, as low as $3 a month. Wow. If you join before November 14th, you will get an exclusive deal from St. Taco, yep, y'all. You that, will. That that you can use at either of their locations. Um that's paying for itself. Yeah. I mean, that's a deal on delicious tacos. That is delicious food. And there will be more taco perks in the future. So mm-hmm. it's it's access to exclusive content. It's taco perks. Each level has its own uh, uh-huh. own separate perks as well. It's like, you know, the more you give, the more perks you get. I mean, right. that, it's America. Right. Um, and we're going to keep adding stuff. There'll be videos, narrate, like Christy said, little performance things we're doing, talking about Scary places, witches, ghosts, vampires. We're going to do all that shit. Yeah. So go to www.patreon.com slash Terror and Tacos. Sign up now. Sign up before the 14th so you can get the exclusive St. Taco deal. Because as we have said a million times, St. Taco is incredible. It and is you need so to go. good. And we also get that that is a Dallas thing. And we get that we have listeners outside of Dallas, particularly mm-hmm. in Iowa, I guess. I, we're big in Iowa. Um, and so we're working on some taco perks for places outside of Dallas. Uh, so if you are living outside of Texas, really, or outside of Dallas-Fort Worth, tell us where you are and what your favorite taco place is. And we're going to track some tacos uh, from other places down and, yeah. and figure out some things for you. But Patreon's going to be really cool. I'm very excited about it. Um, Parker Gray has worked his ass off on it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really cool thing and yeah. you can help us take over the world. Exactly. This is our one of our first steps in, in taking over the world and bringing you more horror and more taco Tex-Mex lore. I also want to get back to like, you know, we used to talk a lot about the origin and history of Tex-Mex food. Yeah. And we're going to, we are, we do, we're going to get back to that. And like, I even thought we had talked about this a little, like, you know, we used to do a thing that I think would be fun on the Patreon, um, sharing our pairings, you know, what kind of taco do you, what do you want? What Tex-Mex do you want to eat when you're watching this film? You know that I love a theme. I I know you do. I love pairing food to movies. Yeah. It's a great thing. So we're going to get to do some of that. It's, it's going to be cool. I want to give a shout out. We have three patrons. Yes, we do. Who are amazing. So I want to give a shout out to Chris Spencer, 
Cindy Ernst Godinez and Amanda Hendrickson. Thank you so you much. You are all awesome. And to Mariam Baig. Mariam Baig. Sort of a patron like, in her own right. Yeah, she's a patron in her own right. She's like a de Medici. She, she <laughs> is. Like she she funds and and uh our uh, business meetings, you know, yeah. every so tacos. often yeah. we'll get like a little, you know, gift from her. To go eat tacos, which we, is amazing. We so, so appreciate yeah. our fans and now our our patrons. And yeah. And, uh, so join us on there. Get and you know eventually we're gonna do live stuff on Patreon. Yep. Um, so yeah, it should be a fun ride while whilst we take over the world. Yeah, Michael and I fuck around on here a lot and uh-huh. make jokes, but this really, really is something that over these past few years, T- Terran Tacos has become kind of like our passion project, and mm-hmm. we really, really love it. And we love talking about horror movies to you. We love it when we get the fans who message us or text us or whatever and say, I heard it, I saw this movie, and and or, or sometimes we get messages where it's like, I am introducing my kids to horror. What should I right. watch? And we just love to be the people that you turn to for that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we want to make it our life's work. We really do. We really do. Yeah. And so, yeah, come join us. Uh, like I said, we have the Sixth Sense video up. We're going to have our first Haunted. It's Haunted Dallas. It's about the, the lady, lady of White of Rock Lake. Lake. Yeah. It's a cool ghost story. It really is. Um, we're also the three of us, you, me, and Parker, Darker Gray, are going to post what our 31 days of horror were. Right. Because we each watched, I mean, I mean, way more than 31 movies. Yeah, so we all did. of the horror stuff, how we kept it spooky in October, each mm-hmm. of us. So um, we're going to post that on the Patreon. So yeah, get on there. Like I said, patreon.com slash Tacos. Thank you so much, Jim John Make Noise, for our theme music. Thank you to our new patrons. Thank you, St. Taco. Yeah. Visit us on Facebook and give us a follow on Instagram for more information on how you can get delicious taco discounts at St. Taco. And we'll see you next time. All right. See ya. Bye. <laughs>